Welcome to the Social Propertypreneur Podcast. And here is your host, social media queen, property investor, and entrepreneur, Laura Muse. Yeah, do you mind just telling a little bit about your backstory? Because you, you do a lot of big things in property, and also you have a really um, another arm to your business, which is all about mindset and confidence, which is very successful. So could you just explain what you did, how you got to where you are, and and why you niched into um, the mindset and the confidence? Of course. So um, on the property side of things, uh, I worked with my mum, Paula Bailey, and we founded, or co-founded together, I was going to say I co-founded, but it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> um, with my mum, uh, Bailey Enterprises. And we knew from the beginning that we wanted to do the bigger stuff so like commercial to residential conversions or new builds because we wanted to not just buy a house here and a house there we just thought well why not just go balls deep and (laughs) 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 do the big stuff but part of the reason for that was to create community because we want to like bring back that sense of unity and belonging where people get to know their neighbors they know and you know who's living next door they feel safe and comfortable and like create that community and that's where the better together message came from so that's that's actually partly come from um my nan passing away and that was 2016 so when when she passed away and we were all in the hospital there she had her four four children and me and she wasn't there alone and she, she'd had um, terminal lung cancer for quite a while. And all of her neighbours would be in and out of her house looking after her like if her kids couldn't get, couldn't get down and things like that. And that to me was just like, well, mum and I, really beautiful because that was, that's what community is about, you know, looking after each other. And that's the kind of thing that we, we felt we wanted to create when we discovered that we could go and, you know, build houses basically so mum's always been interested in property and she actually dragged me along to uh, progressives um, a soppy honestly I had zero interest because I was off I'd moved to Mallorca in 2011 and did the Magaluf party scene for four years and then realized (laughs) (laughs) some stories there I don't know if that's but it taught me a lot like you know independence um how to get on with people work your way around be confident in any situation and but after a while I realized that that life wasn't serving me and I wanted to make people feel good not give them a hangover which (laughs) was a massive change so I went and retrained as a personal trainer and had to go through that kind of transition of Magaluf party girl to you're a PT now so I was getting judged from every angle for wanting to better my life so I can completely relate to people who are new to property who are not quite getting that level of support from friends and family because they don't understand you know why why would you go and change why would you want to go and do something different so through that period because that wasn't you know paying the bills enough I mean I was running a boxing gym which was fantastic because it meant I got to look at lots of fit men (laughs) 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 
That wasn't the only reason I did it. Um, But I also had to work two other jobs to, you know, to to make enough money. So basically the catalyst to go into property and create something like a legacy to leave something behind and make life better where the better together message comes from was my nan passing away and like mum and I were just like we need to do something different and something better with our lives because you know I was off supposedly living the dream in Mallorca and there I was broke miserable lonely and my nan wasn't wasn't alone in the end and you know we both thought we want a better life how do we do that property was the way to do that so that's why that's why we got into property. We've got a 30 unit commercial to resi development in planning at the moment, which we, we're nearly there. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. We're, re- we're really nearly there with it. And hopefully, uh, well, not hopefully, when, when the planning's granted, which it will be, um, I'm really looking forward to sharing more about that side of it as well. Because there's, really, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but it's, it's it's a really exciting project because it lends itself really well to the whole community aspect. Cause it's got, but I'll save that for when we've got planning and we can share it. <laughs> but then the, the confidence and mindset side of things, and that came from speaking to more and more people in property, entrepreneurs, and you know, them being worried about putting themselves out there, which is exactly how I felt in the beginning of our property journey and also when I transitioned from you know party girl to PT it's that kind of fear of judgment not having that that total belief in in what you're doing so now being able to help people like unleash that confidence that's within them it's like you've got all of that training you've got all of the the, the knowledge but unless you go out and actually implement you're not actually gonna you're not gonna get the results you want so you need to have that confidence that you it's, everyone's got it in them it's just about teasing it out and having the the capacity and the the want and the desire to go and make those changes so that's where mindset's so important because it's, it's tough it's you know they, you know they sell us the dream don't they and it's <laughs> it's it's real hard work and you come up come up in front of a lot of people who judge which is why people hold back but actually by holding back you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not like you know creating the life that you really want and really deserve and by having that belief in yourself you then create better relationships with people and you then create a better life for the people that are already in your life by being a little bit selfish in order to be selfless later on does that make sense it does yeah 100 percent yeah, so that I absolutely love love that, and seeing the results from people is just phenomenal. So, tell me a little bit about what you offer people in regards to um, your confidence. You obviously do confidence uh, masterclasses, seminars, and you've got supportive groups. You yep. also got your podcast, which is behind you as well. Um, yep. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and how it how people can get involved, what they can expect, um, why they should come along if um, they've got certain issues, what their issues potentially might be. Yeah. So we do, well, at the moment, we, we don't do that. Well, not at the moment. We're <laughs> <laughs> in-person stuff at the moment, but we will be going back to that as soon as we're allowed. Um, 
but I do online, um, you know, web classes and things like that at the moment in, in place of, you know, day events that we just started doing. I run an in-person mastermind, which is the Confidence Mastery Mentorship Group, um, which we've had to take back online for the moment. But we have, um, it's, it's basically run through Facebook and WhatsApp and Zoom. <laughs> So thank goodness for technology. <laughs> um, and in the, the, it's the Confidence Mastery Mentorship Group. There's like weekly videos. Um, there's accountability. So making sure people are working on their health, wealth and happiness. And that's what I call the triangle of life. So rather than getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle, you create your own triangle and find yourself. <laughs> um, and it's all about, you know, building building the house on the foundations that you dig in the, in the same way as property. If you just stuck a house up, it would, it would fall apart. So we look into what are the issues? Where do they come from? Um, why is there that fear of judgment? Because people are going to judge you anyway, so you might as well be happy. And working on those three areas are the things that are all interlinked. So every single one of my clients must exercise. That is that is key it's vital not to just not just for physical health but for mental health um, and then looking at how you can you know make more money what does wealth mean to you and because it's not just about cash in the bank it's about the whole lifestyle and then happy everyone deserves to be happy I went through this period of time where I wasn't I wasn't doing enough happy stuff. So I color code my diary with the health, wealth and happiness. So blue, green and yellow. And I looked at my diary and I was like, shit, where's my happy? There was no yellow in my diary. <laughs> What's going on? So I was like, right, let me rearrange this. Stuck a load of yellow stuff in. And lo and behold, I started making more money. And therefore I was then, then even happier because of the things I could do with the money. So that's why it's all interlinked. And then obviously the, the healthier you are, the more mental clarity you've got and the more focused you can be. So that's why we, we work in that way. So um, if anybody does want to know any more about how they can get involved in that, that's obviously just feel free to get in touch. Um, we can well, the podcast, I'll put all your links in the show notes and everything so people can Brilliant. contact you. That's Thank you. And yeah, the podcast, Confidence Mastery, Unlock Your Life. We've got loads of different episodes on things like building resilience. Uh, the first episode, seven steps to self-confidence and why consistency is important. It's like, you know, you can't just, not that we can go to the gym at the moment, but you don't go to the gym once and get strong. You don't eat one salad and get thin. You don't eat one, one McDonald's and get fat. It's, it's a, the compound effect. So it's all about being consistent and making sure you're getting your ass kicked and uh, you know <laughs> you're pretty good at that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it looked for you it worked didn't it yeah it did yeah <laughs> so <and> that... <laughs> so i'm part of so people who don't know um natalie runs um, a better together fitness group um which i've been a part of since january this year and up until lockdown i don't think i did i achieved any of my goals <laughs> And I think I will find that many times I've probably forgotten. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but since lockdown, if I'm being really honest with you, if it wasn't for that group, like basically not forcing me to get out of bed, but seeing everyone else doing so well, my mindset would have massively suffered. 
And it's only been since lockdown, I've actually realised how important exercise is Mm -hmm. in my routine for my mental sanity, sanity, should I say. But yeah, Um, so yeah, that's what we're laughing at. (laughs) (laughs) You did really, really well last month and you should be proud of yourself for that. And I think actually, like one good thing that has come out of lockdown is that people are seeing the benefits of exercise, not just for the way they look and obviously you know, you look good, you feel good and, and all of that. But, you know, for the mental health benefits, you know, exercise is prescribed for depression, for goodness sake. Like it's, it's really important. It releases the endorphins. You get that dopamine hit. It's all about, it's not necessarily about how strong you are. It's just, it just makes you feel better. And having that as part of your routine, especially when, you know, the world's gone to shit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes a huge difference so you know that's it's it's accountability but it's mindset because you you have it takes a while for things to go into your mind and for you to want to do things and realize the benefits you don't see the benefits immediately and I think that's where a lot of people give up yeah. it's the same with the the confidence coaching and the mindset stuff I do some people they're like oh this isn't working it's like you've been doing it a week like you you need to give it some time that's why I work with people on a six or 12 month basis because you're not going to see results immediately you have to be consistent and you know you'll, you'll reap the rewards and the benefits later on rather than bam day one so obviously you started in property was there a a catalyst or a situation or something that twigged and you thought actually I'm I'm going to start working and build this this new business which is obviously what you, you're doing as, alongside your property because property was the, yeah. the thing you started off in was it you being surrounded with people and seeing a bit of a gap and something that you were passionate about helping is that kind of how that started or yeah that's basically it so when I was when I, when, I, when I was being a PT, when I was a PT, I'm still qualified, by the way. <laughs> uh, I did uh, I did the two stages above, so about uh, obesity and diabetes, obesity management and life coaching. So when I was a PT, I was coaching people then. It wasn't just about exercise, and I felt that you know we were looking for property deals and we were doing things, but for me there wasn't that there was something missing. There was like, so how am I helping people here? I couldn't put the two together then. And it was like, right, so what am I good at? I'm good at helping people. I'm confident I can help people with that. I can help them get over their limiting beliefs. So why am I not doing that? So I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do that with you? Or is that just you solely on your own? That's me on my own. but mum is in, you know, she's involved. I speak to her every day about property and we talk about content and we've done, you know, when we do lives together, like that's really nice. And I think I've helped her in, in one way because she was in the corporate world for, I don't know, I'm not going to give my mum's age away. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go through that transition as well from employee to business owner whereas for me I'd fucked off out the country and in 2011 I'd been my own you know I'd I'd lived my own way for that long 
that for me going into something else wasn't wasn't something new and so we've we've helped each other through through that and she she actually did my first eight week program which was which was really nice to have her on board and so getting the feedback like proper <laughs> from, from <laughs> 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 no but she loved it and you know she's got a lot of skills that we're looking at how can we hone them in terms of helping some of my clients with transitions um because that side of things she she can help a lot more with in terms of corporate to to entrepreneur because I've always had that in me. I've been unemployable forever. I just <laughs> James said my husband James said exactly the same thing. I could never be employed. I'd last about a day. <laughs> <laughs> One job I had for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel any better. I got sacked from a pot noodle factory. I mean who got sacked from there? <laughs> Yeah. What, did, what did you do so back in my university days um i never really had a job like in between uni i was pretty i was really fortunate and my mum kind of funded my entire education um but then she got one year she was like actually you're gonna go and earn your own money so i went i lasted i think i lasted two nights it was a night shift job and uh -huh. i just fell asleep like i fell asleep on the machine all the pot noodles stacked up Somebody was pressing the alarm. I was like, oh, what's going on? And it was my machine. They were like, yeah, I don't really think this is for you. And they, uh, oh my God. yeah, left. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't for me. <laughs> I'm not a night shift worker. So anyone that works nights, I completely take my hat off to them. Um, so yeah, it's not totally. my party. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, I've, um, yeah. Yeah, I never have a, I, no, I used to nap under my desk. <laughs> that's, that's how bad an employee I am. But, you know, working for myself, I'm really disciplined. I've got my routine and have, having that structure has actually made me feel a lot freer. So I used to be this, I probably still am a bit of a wild child and just thought that I will do what I want when I want. That's how it is. I don't need any help, you know, leave me to do what I want to do. And it wasn't until I realized that having the discipline and the control to, to do things and have a routine, it wasn't, it wasn't until I, you know, put that into action that I saw that actually control gives you freedom and not the kind of lockdown control that we're in, but in terms of what you do. So whilst you can't control the external factors, you can't control the outside, you can control what you do. So having some structure routine, you know what's going on, I plan the week on a Sunday, um, and having that allows me the freedom to go, right, so where can I put more happy in? So now my diary's got lots, well, there's, there's been le less yellow in it recently, but... <laughs> 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 well it brings me on quite nicely to mentors have you been mentored through your you know the past few years is that something that you'd recommend for other people obviously I, I have um can you share your experiences yeah highly highly recommend so we went to like I say we went to the multiple streams of property income and um 
bought everything. (laughs) 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 Um, I think we are progressives, one of their top clients anyway. So we did a few courses with Progressive and that was really good. We did the VIP for a year, which is kind of the year we were like digging the foundations, really figuring out what do I want to do with, the, with my day um, and spent quite a long time like really figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and then we were invited to the Cayman Legacy, which they don't do anymore, but it was the top level mastermind. You go to the Cayman Islands with Robert Mark and... Um, you know you mastermind with other property and business people um, but that year was in Dubai so we went to Dubai for three weeks and we were we were really lucky we like we went for the whole lot so normally they do one week for new people and one week for returners and but we got to be there for the whole thing which was absolutely, yeah, absolutely phenomenal for us because we got the benefit of all of those people's knowledge and experience. Yeah. And that was the thing that totally changed our lives. Now, we um denied and thought about it for a long time before we said yes because of the, the level of investment. But if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. We wouldn't have the development. We wouldn't have the service accommodation business. I wouldn't have my podcast. I just life would be totally different, and I don't know what we would be doing. But that that changed the course of everything. And then we actually got to go to the Cayman Islands, the last one last year, which was even better because it was in Cayman, and we love the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that. You know, it's it's the network, it's the support, the people you meet. Um, Rob's always said, you know, anything you need, just, you know, voice note, we can put calls in. And I'm one of those people that is probably sick of the sound of my voice from... (laughs) 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 But I say to my clients, I'm like, use me. You've paid for me. You didn't pay for me to be your friend. You paid for me to be your mentor or coach. So ask your questions and use me even if you haven't got anything to ask tell me how your day was yeah because sometimes that's just the thing that you need or you just need to talk about it because you don't realize what it is that's going on and i'm like that sometimes and i'll be it's just the that. out i think as well isn't it? Yeah. especially when you're surrounded with people that don't understand what you're doing yeah so the last time i spoke to rob it was like so how can i help and then i was like i don't know I think I just need to talk and we talked for a little while and what I needed came out because it was when when I'd said can we have a can we have a chat please I knew what I needed then and then I'd kind of figured it out sort of and then it just more and just more comes out so having a mentor who's done similar or is doing what you're doing obviously mark with the commercial side of things the the property side but having that support means that you make less mistakes and you learn from them like why make your own mistakes when you can learn from from the mistakes of others and and get that level of support rather than doing everything alone you know that's again the better together message it's do things together and you'll go a lot further a lot quicker as well like don't don't figure things out asking for help makes you stronger always believe well I haven't always believed that I've believed that for the past three years <laughs> <laughs> so obviously what's happening now we are in lockdown a lot of people I'm sure you've seen the same either have completely kind of 
retreated or have upped their game. For the people who are struggling, um, is there any key factors that may be? So, <coughs> for people who don't know, um, I've struggled with mental health quite a lot in the last few years of my life. Um, probably the last five years, I've, like you said, I've done a lot of mindset, I've got a personal coach, etc. But prior to that, um, it was very difficult for me, but I didn't have anyone to kind of say, actually, um, you need to do X, Y, and Z. I've, I've noticed this. Mm -hmm. Whereas it got to a really bad point and my husband was like, do you know what? I can't help you anymore. You need to do something. You need to help yourself. A lot of people don't have that. Um, what top tips could you um, tell people that maybe are feeling like that to highlight that and for them to reach out and get help? It's noticing the, the trigger points in yourself and what's going on. Like, what are you feeling and why are you feeling it? So, I mean, this is, this, you know, it's different for, for each person because, you know, everyone, especially at the moment, is having their own struggles in their own way. It's like, you know, some people are perfectly fine. They're off work. No, no issues going on. Other people are battling to save their businesses and things like that. So it's, it's, is knowing why you're feeling what you're feeling and then seeking out the help for that particular thing and understanding and knowing that it's okay to feel these feelings because you're a human being and it doesn't mean that you're a failure or that you're weak or, or anything. It just means that you are having some feelings because of stuff that's going on that needs dealing with and like I say, asking for help makes it stronger. If you have like a, a pattern of behavior and, you know, most people go through cycles and you'll, you'll be like, most people are like, all right, I'm all right. Things are going well. And then something will, happen, something will trigger something. And then you go into a state and then you, then something else will happen and you kind of come back around full circle. It's a bit like at the moment through lockdown, a lot of people, it's like you were going through the grieving process because everything that you know and love has been taken away from you and you've been put in prison in your house. So that's why people are, well, this is why I think people are struggling so much. It's because it's, it's, it's grief and people don't know that that's what they're feeling. <clears throat> Because you just think, oh, right, well, we're just, we're just indoors. But you've had your freedom and choice taken away from you. And how do you cope with that? Well, you need to understand and accept the situation and what's going on. And like I said earlier, you can, you can only control what you do, not what's going on outside. And then it's a case of, right, so what can I do to, to make this as freeing as possible for me? And what do I choose to do? to make this situation better for myself. So for example, for, my, for me, I don't just go to the gym to look good. That's obviously a fantastic side benefit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's the mental health, it's the, the routine, having the discipline to do it. So adapt what, what you would do and if you weren't exercising already, do it. So I've just finished four weeks on, on a plan so I'm going to change things up tomorrow, doing 26 different workouts a week and ensuring... <laughs> you are brutal, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just ensuring that that's getting done. 
because I wasn't getting the same mental health benefits. Like when I go to the gym, I lift heavy and I like to see progression and strength and how that grows. I can't do that at home. So I'm like, right, so what can I do to get a similar reaction in my mind? So it's, okay, so how many more reps and sets can I do? Because mega reps is so, so boring like I'm, I'm <laughs> doing 3,000 leg reps of different exercises is just horrendous give me a 100 kilo bar any day <laughs> <laughs> but putting that routine and making sure that you're right so so this is this is the point this is the situation I can't go to the gym what can I do instead so I added in um some dance stuff as well because I'm just pissing myself laughing because I can't my coordination is shocking things like that things that make you laugh and and setting different goals and different targets of okay so what can I achieve this week and being grateful for the fact that you can wake up every day being grateful when the sun is out being grateful that you can use technology to interact with each other this was eight years ago it would be buggered you know so things like that and you know making new friends new connections you can't go out in person it's just adapting so look look for those things and think what can I do instead that will help you with your mindset and then remember that this is only temporary you know things will go back to some level of normal I know this is the new normal at the moment but whatever the new normal is and however that turns out to be, because this this is not forever. Everything is temporary. All of the, the shit feelings you feel are temporary in, in the same way that the highs that you get, they're temporary. And then you, you come back down to your med- medium. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that answers your question. It does, no, it does. Um, what's, um, so what's next for you? Obviously, I know we're in lockdown at the moment. Yeah. But what, what exciting new things are you going to be doing? Remainder uh, <laughs> Oh, can't you tell me? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we were actually just about to launch the retreat for this September, but that can't <laughs> So that will be next year because we will all be allowed to travel. Yeah. So that will be next September. And I'm, I've wanted to do one of those since I was a PT. So that will be like six years in the making. So I'm really excited for that. Um, we're obviously looking for more development sites yeah. and once this planning comes through and we've dealt with our back issue <laughs> oh no not bats the irony of it being um that's the only thing that we've just got to get some bat surveys done um and the reason that we're in lockdown for it being from a bat is not lost on me <laughs> <laughs> But it's actually the timing is actually working out like quite well for us on on that so obviously that's the next thing is to to build that out and look for more development sites where we can have community space and I don't think there's going to be any sort of change with fuck social distancing people need to see people I think that's the wrong terminology as well you know it's physical distancing it's not about not being social it's just about physically staying that far apart and mate I could go on about that and my conspiracy theories for ages so I won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, gosh, we've got three additional podcast episodes from this one. 
And <laughs> um, we're also looking to to grow the SA portfolio. And um, I do think there'll be a massive demand for UK holidays. And um, once this is over, you know, whether commercial and domestic flights, whether people can get away or not at the moment, they'll be sick of the sight of their own house. They'll want to go and see somewhere, somewhere else. So looking, we will look to grow that over the next year for next summer. How have you, how have you coped with them? Um, obviously what's going on? Because you've got quite a lot of SA units, haven't you? You've not just got like one or two. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's been tough. Um, you know, there's been cancellations from everywhere. The OTAs have been absolutely horrific, just issuing refunds. So in terms of, of that, and it's, it's not been fun. The council haven't been very forthcoming. It's, it's right. taken us getting to, um, getting to the MP to get a response from the VOA and all sorts yeah it's been it's been pretty rough and um, so that's why april was really very stressful yeah. and why i've made sure i've been going outside for a walk every day in may <laughs> which has actually made a difference but we're also um like me being me i'm i'm, I'm all or nothing and i was like right okay i want to take over york and just buy all of it <laughs> <laughs> So we've got um, investors looking for buy-to-lets and obviously there's the uni that's expanding um, and just, you know, deal packaging those as well. So, you know, looking to help other people make money through property up in York, as well as more commercial developments and then just growing the, the confidence mastery mentorship and that group and get global and make sure my face is everywhere helping people. Amazing. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. just need lock, lockdown to lift <laughs> yeah so we can get out there in person because now I know what day what day of the week it is and what the date is and <laughs> what's going on <laughs> you do. Well, do you know what I'll be honest in April I did not have a clue what day it was I was so focused on on the SA business trying to make things work being there for my clients my mum's doing like the majority of the work on the the development she absolutely loves that which is great for her and she's very good at it as well which also also helps <laughs> but I just like just days are rolling into another and although I was obviously keeping on track with my training and everything was getting done it was like it's the end of April I know so on my whiteboard I've got one to 31 and the, the day under it and I'm crossing off every day so I know what the date is <laughs> good idea I'm about to start doing that one <laughs> but like you say I know that we've been housebound but do you know what? we we've had the same discussion it's just gone so quick yeah and even now I feel like there's just still not enough hours in the day to get everything done no it's time management's key obviously to to anything and the way you prioritize the work you do so that's what that's one of the other things that we do in the group is look at your time management what are you doing what do you not need to be doing what are the non-negotiable tasks what's urgent and then everything else i mean like everything you do is important but not all of it's urgent and then everything else you do is just like a brucey bonus yeah so it's just you know maybe i should do that one <laughs> Yeah. Oh, if you came in, if you come into the group, 
I am in the group, I am in the group, I think. No, you're not in my paid for. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm teaching time management skills. Oh, my little girl. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, I'll put all Natalie's details in the show notes. Please connect with her on social media and, and please join the groups. They're amazing. They give you so much content and they really will help you. Um, but thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure.